Hi, it's CJ. And here's the guy Selkirk pays not to use their paddles, Chris Allen. Thank you, CJ. And welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball. I am your host, Chris Allen. Let's head out to Arizona. Say hi to the hardest working person in pickleball. It is, of course, Melissa McCurley. Hey, Melissa. Hey there, Chris. How are you today? Doing great. Hope you are. How's everything going with pickleballtournaments.com? I know you guys are, you know, kind of coming into the home stretch. You got TOC coming up. You got nationals coming up. What else is uh, on your plate these days? Those are some of the big ones that are coming, but uh, something else that we have on our plate that we're extremely excited about is a partnership that we're about to launch with Pickleball Central, and that's going to launch on September the 1st. Pickleball Central is going to offer to tournament directors all kinds of tournament products, and when tournaments sign up with Pickleball Tournaments, they'll send those tournament directors a free gift for signing up. They're also going to be carrying the well-sought-after PickleballTournaments.com apparel clubs, and that sort that sign up with pickleballtournaments.com will receive discounts through the club program that Pickleball Central is putting together as well. So those are just some of the highlights, Chris. Yeah, that's great. And I'm going to have to, I guess, check my my email, my spam filter or something, because I haven't gotten the email from you asking me to, you know, be one of the male models for the apparel. Um, something, I don't know if it's in, in the spam folder or not, but I'll double check that because I'm sure it's probably uh, already been sent out. Um, oh, well, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it I'll, definitely I'll was. See, see so and yeah. if it's not in yeah, spam, you better look Some and jump because I, I sent that here. with high priority. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check into it, but <laughs> not a problem. That sounds great. <laughs> Somebody I've been looking forward to talking to. You've talked to him for years, and I've never had the, the pleasure of speaking to him. This gentleman is one of the top players, has been for years, and also one of the top pickleball instructors as well. He helped uh, found the Surprise Pickleball Association. He also founded Onyx Sports, makers of great paddles, great balls, and uh, he is also in Arizona today, and his name, of course, is Steve Wong. Hey, Steve, welcome to the Pickleball Show. You bet. Thanks for having me. Tell me what your involvement is these days with Onyx, because you founded that company, and then I know, what was it, last year or the year before, Escalade Sports purchased Onyx. Are you still involved, or did you just kind of wrap it up in a nice, pretty package and give it to them? Yeah, the second thing. Yeah, I wrapped it up a nice pack. <laughs> I've been working with Escalade for quite some time. Great company. Mm-hmm. Um, they carried the Onyx line, and is, they're moving it forward as well. So I'm proud to see that. But yeah, I stay in contact with them. I'm a good friend with one of their ambassadors, Byron Prezzo. He's a good friend, and a lot of the team members on Team Onyx were good friends of mine. So I support them as well. But recently, I launched another company. It's called Top Pickleball Inc. And Top is spelled T-O-P-P. And we're going to be making some high-quality paddles. We already have two paddles out there that we launched recently. Mm-hmm. We're looking for more dealers. I'm going to be doing more clinics around the country. So... I kind of had a little break from pickleball, and now I'm excited to see some old friends again. Does Top already have a website? Is there something we can link to in the show notes? Yeah, it's called toppickleball.com. We'll put a link in there, and everybody can just click over, take a look at the paddles and everything else you have uh, to offer coming up. I appreciate it. Well, you've been around. You started playing when? I started in the eighth grade in about uh, 1991, so don't do the math. (laughs) Have you been to every Nationals? I've been to every Nationals when Fran and Barney Meyer started it up. I was also one of the founders of the USAPA.org. I'm a big proponent for them and everything that they're doing as well. 
Well, what we're going to do today is play a little paddle wheel, Steve, and this is a wheel that we've got mounted. We've got actually a pickleball paddle mounted to this wheel, and we've got different topics, and when we spin the wheel, whatever topic it lands on, that's the one that we talk about. King for the day, on-court tip, equipment, what's in your bag, off-court tip, pet peeve, would you rather, and Frankenpickler. <laughs> that's where that's where you combine the qualities of three top players and you uh, create the ultimate player, your ultimate uh, little Frankenstein pickleball player here. So let's spin the wheel. Let's see what the first topic is. Nice. And it's spinning, and we've got on court tip. Probably talking about like more the three five four zero skill level. What is one thing you wish either they would start doing or one thing you wish they would stop doing that would improve their game? Um, good question. I just did a clinic in Tustin, California, with a bunch of folks. We had one clinic for the three fives four zeros, and a lot of people actually enjoyed the footwork section because somebody kind of fed them the balls. They did some passing shots, just did some volleys but it really forced them to do more footwork and they played out the rest of the point with me or against me actually and tried to beat, you know, Steve on the court. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of fun. Footwork is really important, getting people moving to the ball instead of just expecting the ball to come to them. So getting to the ball, being ready for the shots. The other thing I, I think that is key in pickleball is volleying. So the idea is getting up to the net, being ready, hitting higher percentage shots. I don't think enough people are comfortable with volleying. Pickleball, we stress the dink quite a bit, and it's very important. But I think volley is another thing that we need to stress out there. So, so you're seeing you know, a lot of people letting balls bounce that you think they should be taking out of the air. Exactly, especially the three fives, four O's. A lot of them will step off the line, move back, and then give court. So a lot of the things that we teach is to make sure you you know move your feet, hit that ball, volley it if you can reach it keep the paddle in front of you and then get back to where you're supposed to be. If for some reason you do step back, make sure you get back to where you're supposed to be instead of giving up the court. All right, let's spin that wheel and see what topic number two is here. We are talking with Steve Wong today and it is king for a day. All right, Steve, you helped found the USAPA. Now in uh, they are returning the favor. The USAPA is making you king for the day and that means you can implement any rules change you can take away a rule you can add a rule you can adjust a rule what would it be i i feel like a superhero right now that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> rule. Um, my biggest thing right now is i think that there should be an eight foot kitchen line for the tall players because i'm not one of the tall players <laughs> and it really bothers me that they've got long reaches and they can hit those balls in the air and they're pretty much you know can reach to the net almost so that's my rule change for the day <laughs> add an extra <laughs> foot to the kitchen what if you're six feet tall or over what would that be your cut exactly oh, yeah like man. kitchen line should be about five feet so. <laughs> Uh, hey, I, I'm with Steve. I'm short too, so I'll take that one. Right on. We're we'll together. Yeah. That's funny. All right. We're going to spin the wheel again. We're going to go to topic number three here. And uh, let's see where it lands. We've got an off court tip. Now, this is something where it's not a playing tip, but something whether it's pre match or post match, a warm up routine, something to help players off the court. What do you think, Steve? Um, I think that you should always be prepared for your matches, of course. Don't stress out about it too much. 
I think you need to warm up safely, stretch out a little bit. Don't just come up cold. When you do warm up, make sure you have plenty of time to warm up. So don't rush it. Really just get focused right away. So a lot of the people, they just start playing a match and their head's not into it yet and their body's not performing as it should be. So make sure that, you know, you run a couple laps. I always enjoyed watching like Jen LaCour and Alex Hamner uh, skipping around the courts and running around and doing their pre-match warm-ups. I think that's great. Talking with your partner if you're playing doubles, getting focused together, making sure that you've got a game plan. You're sizing up the competition, but you're not stressing about it. So making sure that you're going to play smart. It's like a chess match. You're always a couple of steps ahead instead of just reactive. So make sure that you're ready to go in all aspects of the game. Do you feel like you should already have, uh, you should have warmed up to the point where you're actually uh, sweating before you've even started playing? You don't want to overexert yourself because I'm used to playing in high heat. I'm in Arizona. I spend a lot of time in California. So you don't want to tire yourself out because sometimes you, you feel invincible, like you can last all day, but you got to make sure you pace yourself. But stay hydrated. Uh, make sure that you've got lots of energy. I don't think that you need to warm up to a sweat, but you know, make sure the blood's flowing a little bit. You got a good night's rest and you're ready to go. Now, you've been around the game for so many years. You've seen uh, so many progressions and seen the game evolve in so many different directions. Where do you think that it's headed at this point? Is the soft game being supplanted by more of a power game? I think it's a combination of both. Everybody stresses when we're teaching. We're trying to get the three O's and the three fives to stop staying at the baseline and just banging the ball. So we really focus on hitting that third shot drop or coming up to the net thinking. So that's one important aspect of the game. But I think that as a strategy, obviously being up at the net, but a combination of the hard game and, you know, the slower game with the dinks back and forth and staying patient is key. As long as your game is versatile and you could adapt to both, I think you're going to do well on the courts. My game obviously is more intense. I'm kind of fiery out there. I've enjoyed being out there and having high energy. But, you know, nowadays there's great players out there that are dinking away, staying patient. Really a combination of both, making sure that you can handle both sides of the game and then you're going to do well. It's such a balanced game that it seems like that's the only way to win a balanced game is to have balanced play, soft game and hard game and know when to use each one of them. Yeah, the idea that I always teach is just playing smart. I think a lot of us pros will... We'll kind of mention to everybody that just play smart, like I said, like a chess game, making sure that, you know, you're not rushing your shots, you're staying calm, cool, and collected, and that you could handle any shot. But, you know, the third shot is a very important shot, but I always stress, you know, it's not just the third ball, but maybe the fifth ball or the seventh ball or whatever, but really just getting up to that line and having patience to wait for the ball to float up in the air or put it away like all the great players do. Now, what, uh, what about in terms of equipment? Uh, again, you've been around the game for so many years. You've seen the paddles evolve uh, and then starting your own company. You, you uh, were you know, intimately involved with paddles and the, the roughness guides and all of that. Uh, and also the balls, you know, the Onyx, the Pure 2 ball now is, uh, you know, one of the de facto balls. They have the indoor and the outdoor. In addition to the, the Dura 40, it seems like, you know, those are kind of jockeying for position as the go-to ball do you ever think we'll see sort of a one unified ball that you can use indoors and outdoors or will there always be a need for a separate one 
I kind of feel like there's a need for a separate one because both games are different. I played indoor a lot in Bellevue, Washington with some great folks like Mark Friedenberg. I pretty much grew up playing with him at the 24-Hour Fitness in Bellevue, Don and lots of other players out there. So we started off playing with the Cosm Ball. That was a softer indoor ball. And we actually played on carpet, indoor carpet, if you could believe that. So the same game, but played a little bit differently. But as far as balls, I actually enjoy playing with the Durafast 40 ball uh, quite a bit. Pier 2 and I'm sure soon to be Pier 3 ball I enjoy as well. I kind of like the speed of the Dura 40 ball a little bit more, but that's just my personal preference. In Tustin, actually, we play a lot with the Pier 2 ball. And in Surprise, we play a lot with the Dura Fast ball. What kind of adjustments do you make when you see, say, when you go from a Dura to a Pure, what adjustments do you instantly think, I got to do this, more of this, or less of that? I think the technique is pretty much the same. The balance is a little bit different, obviously, but I don't really need to adjust too much. But like, I feel like the Onyx Pure 2 ball lasts a long time and plays great. But when you slam the ball, it seems to come back quite a bit, you know. So you have to do something a little bit different when you're playing with high-level players with that ball, to me. But like I said, I, I enjoy playing with both of the different ball types. I don't think you need a uniform ball. I think that there's a market out there for everyone. And yeah, I, I enjoy them both. And of course, whenever we talk about the uh, ball controversy, we have to hear from Pickleball founder Barney McCallum. And Melissa and I talked to him on our 100th episode, and Barney had these words of wisdom. Why don't you pick out your snowflakes that you want to ski on, you know? (laughs) (laughs) He's an amazing man, uh, Steve. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to to talk with him, but he is something else. I've messed around with pickleball so much, I'm sick of it. Yeah, Melissa, what uh, are you going to be uh, home for a little bit? You're just on the road constantly. Are you headed back out soon? I am actually heading your direction to be just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in Concord for right. the Beat the Heat tournament put on by Bob Nybarger Yay. and the Carolina courts there. Good deal. And then uh, I think you've got a little, uh, little farther jaunt coming up uh, in September, don't you? You both do. Yeah, I think I know I'm heading to Tournament of Champions uh, and then right behind that, flying all the way across the pond to Spain. And Steve, you're going to Spain too, right? I am. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm able to make the trip and support Mike Hess and the IFP and the Bainbridge Cup. There's going to be a lot of great players out there. And so that's going to be great. It's the Europe versus America or USA. So that's going to be pretty cool. And I've never been to Europe, so I'm excited to actually tour around. I'm going to hopefully stop by London. I've heard some good things about the slappers out there. Then um, I'm also going to head over to Paris and just kind of see some of Europe. So maybe I'll get some pickleball in and some sightseeing too. Oh, that'll be great. Now you've got, uh, you mentioned Top Pickleball and um, any other, you're kind of a serial entrepreneur. Any other companies that you've got in the works? I have another one. It's called Juggy. It's uh, J-U-G-Y dot com. J-U-G-Y? Yeah, Juggy dot com. And the idea behind that is just to keep the pickleball players hydrated. So I think that's always lacking in the pickleball world is making sure that you're hydrated. So I produced a high quality water flask that keeps the water cold like for a long time, 24 hours. And that's Juggy dot com? Juggy.com. We also do custom engravings. So we do it for all the different teams. We do it for schools promotional 
gifts, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Check it out. That is. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. Sounds good. Well, boy, I'm just so glad we got the chance to talk with you today. You've been around the game for so long, like I said, and uh, I've been wanting to get you on the show for so long. So I'm glad we finally made it happen. Look forward to doing it again. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Enjoy all my pickleball fans and friends out there. So I hope to see you soon. I'll be uh, doing some clinics all around the country and you'll be seeing a lot more of me. So exciting times. Looking forward to it. Melissa, thank you as always. Always enjoy being here, and it was a pleasure being here with Steve as well. A lot of fun. And congrats again on your uh, partnership with Pickleball Central. That's exciting. Yes, it is, and can't wait. Thank you, Chris. So what are your thoughts about what we discussed today? We'd love to hear from you. Email us anytime. Mail at pickleballshow.com. That's mail at pickleballshow.com. That's where you can find us on the internet, too, pickleballshow.com. We're on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash pickleball show, uh, twitter.com slash, wait for it, pickleball show. <laughs> we make it easy for you. And we'd love to hear from you anytime on any of those places. Also, head over to iTunes if you get a chance. Hit the subscribe button, which means you'll never miss an episode. Plus, if you feel it's appropriate, Leave us a five-star review, which helps boost us up in the rankings, makes it a lot easier for other pickleball players to find this show. I'm Chris Allen. This is The Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.